Hello, everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. A geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors like Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The following documents and recordings are the continuing installments in a compilation detailing the events surrounding the stranded archaeological team sent to base Camp Piedra and the rescue team sent in search of them. Previous records up to this collection show the archaeological team remaining at the Patagonian site to consist of Dr. Josefa Guerrero, Simon Hall and Dr. Xiao Liu, with the unconfirmed losses of Dr. Carito Ureta and Lucas Criado. The assembled rescue team consisted of Graham Kasner, Dragana Vukovic, Mihir Asa, Ramey Armstead and returning archaeological team member Ava Olivia Moreno. Following the previous instalment, Miss Moreno had fallen while attempting to reach the radio left in the cave, and Miss Vukovic had been pulled to the floor in the chamber beyond the second door. In the winter months, snowstorms and rainfall in the Patagonian ice fields can drastically affect the landscape. Worsened by heavy winds, such storms can reduce visibility and lead to glacial carving, ice collapses, and avalanches. During these conditions, travel is not advised. The White Vault. the continuation of the previous discussion between Miss Moreno and Mr. Armstead. The video is now provided by Mr. Armstead's body camera. Shit, Ava, are you okay? Simon, oh, I'm sorry. Stay here. I'll be right back. Oh, God. Ava, can you hear me? Are you hurt? I was hurt before. Now I'm just painfully reminded of it. Get the radio... Call the others. Tell them. Graham, Dragana, it, it couldn't have been Dr. Liu. We found the radio. They don't have a radio. 
Again. Try again. Mahir, they don't have a radio. It's not Liu. Keep the radio. Help me up the stairs. We can't leave Simon alone. Thanks. He's fine. He's still asleep. Try again on the radio. If you can hear me, don't trust anyone. They don't have a radio. Still nothing. What do we do? Nothing. We can't follow them, so... We just wait. At this point, Mr. Armstead's camera captured Miss Moreno, noticing that her body camera was no longer operational. Miss Moreno then removed her body camera and stored it with the climbing supplies. The following recording comes from the body camera of Miss Vukovic. It begins exactly where the previous recording from Mr. Kasner's body camera left off, after opening the door at the far end of the natural cave system beyond the ossuary. I'm fine. Slava I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you were one of them. Who are you? You shouldn't be here. Are you sure? Yes, I'm fine. She only grazed me. Dr. Guerrero, we're here to bring you back down the mountain. What did you hit me with? Looks like a climbing axe. It's a good thing she missed. <laughs> That could be the others, but I did not understand any of it. You came to get me? I get to leave? We did. Are you okay? Can you walk well enough? Water, please. And some food if you have any. Of course. Here. Uh, uh, Thank you. I can't get the signal in here. We need to go back. They may be in trouble. Stay together and don't rush to conclusions. Don't trust everything on the radio. This place is astounding. There, there is some kind of humming or, or resonance. Rosa and Jonas saw something like this. Do you know if Criado, if Lucas is still alive? I don't know. But the last time I saw him, he was hurting himself and talking to a stadia. Doctor... We're going to get you and Dr. Liu back to the others. What? Liu? No, I didn't hear, but it took her. Those things... Don't trust anyone. They don't have a radio. What? Dragana, no, don't follow them. It knows these tunnels and there could be more. We need to get him back. It fooled us. So stop. Keep your head in this and stop trying to be a hero. Stay on task. It fooled us. At a later time, Ms. Vukovic was able to describe the events of Mr. Ace's abduction in more detail in her provided notebook. Here is the section from her description of events. 
Grejam nas je neprestavno upozorovao da moramo biti oprezni na ono što smo imali poverenja. Ali čak je i on stradao zbog naše nade. Na kraju bi trebao pažljivije... We heard Dr. Liu on the radio and we found a note written on the stone floor by Dr. Guerrero. Graham kept warning us that we needed to be wary of what we trusted. But even he suffered for our hope in the end. He should heed his advice more closely, a conversation we have certainly had before. We went down the eastern hallway. The archaeologist gave you more details on its appearance than I could. But walking through that threshold, from the main chamber to the back tunnel, felt like stepping into something baser and more primal than the carved theater and the grand vaulted ceilings just steps away. The tunnel pulls you in, the way the floor gently sloped downward and the natural cave walls bent. All of it made you want to take the next step. Later on, carvings began to reappear. I was in front and armed. I wonder if they descended those sloping long steps with ease because of me. They could not see the apprehension, and I didn't wish to show them. I'm not sure when I had given my ear my radio, but it must have happened after we left the main chamber. He was very professional, and we were so quiet. I held the radio out to him, and he understood. There was a layer of fear on everything and it led us to choose silence in simple things. We proceeded down the singular tunnel for some time. We had no need to run a line, as there was only the one path at a time. Eventually, we heard Dr. Liu and entered into a chamber that Eva called the ossuary. I would not say it frightened me, but it disturbed me. I've seen a fair share of skeletons in my time, and in far worse condition. Those ones were perfectly clean, shining every time a headlamp washed over them. The disturbing thing was what they were and how. There were so many animals I could not identify, things so large and so mismatched in their articulation. I'm sure they must have been a human construction. Also, some were so large, I don't know how they made it into the space. But we found Dr. Liu hiding in the protective bars of a large ribcage. We were too relieved. We let it get to our heads. We didn't see the signs. She didn't ask for water or food. She didn't have a radio. She didn't look tired and acted too calm. I thought it was just shock. Now I know it was just hiding in plain sight. None of us tried to help her out of the bones. She just walked over. But she spoke so clearly. She tried to lure us into the darkness. And we cast the idea aside without a second thought. We had only found one, and we were focused on finding the other. Graham asked Liu to lead us to the body of a woman. He didn't say it was Josepha. But regardless of who he was really looking for, it seems they were in the same direction. The path from the ossuary down to the next room was far more complex. It began as a singular tunnel, but very soon began to branch off in multiple directions, in a twist of natural caves. The lights all shut down, and after cracking chemical lights, we decided to set a line to help us navigate back to the caves. Eventually, on the far side, the headlamps crackled back on, 
and we found a stone door. Not as large as the one in the main chamber, but carved with the same skill and smoothness. Inside, after a rough introduction, we found Yosefa. She was exhausted, hungry, and rushed for a drink. She was right. She looked like she'd suffered. The contrast was so stark looking back. Liu, calm, collected, as though she had just come up the mountain from a normal day of work. And then the disheveled Yosefa. She had a fear flashed over her eyes. The radio crackled, but I was focused on Yosefa. And the new chamber. Glyphs were on every wall. And they all shone with a dull light. It was some relief, I thought. Not to be left in the dark. But having thought of it now... Is it really better to be surrounded by the unmistakable and undecipherable marks of history and terror you cannot escape? And then, there was some inhuman sound. Something curved, shiny, and black wrapped over my hair's shoulder and dug in. I only saw it for an instant. I'm not sure if it punctured his jacket or his skin, but in that short blink, he was yanked away as though he was as light as a straw doll. There, then not. His voice trailed off down the dark hall and he was gone. So what is it? The previous time I had seen it, it was Dr. Liu, the petite, calm-eyed woman. The thing that dragged my hair away was something else. Tall, lean, shiny, like oiled leather. Graham said it looked like orca skin to him. It's going to know he'd seen it, too. The following recording comes from the body camera of Mr. Armstead and directly follows his previous recording. No word from their side. Nothing. Don't try to call back for a while. Leave the channel open. What are you doing? (sighs) Repairing. If something got to them in the tunnel... How about we just work off the assumption that there is too much rock in between us and them, hmm? At least for now. It's only logical that we would lose them the deeper they went. While I agree, I won't be caught off guard. So don't fault me for preparing a backup. (sighs) What if they need help? How much help would we be? I don't know this place well enough to start diving in the tunnels, and no matter how much you grimace through it, you're in no condition to shoot that gun let alone start after them. And I'm certainly not going to leave Simon just laying here like some demon carry-out order. We just need to wait for them and keep a level head. All they need to do is come back. Shit, Ava, what's wrong with you? What if that had gone off? You could have hurt someone. I'm sorry. The safety's on. I just thought I could hold it for a second in my other hand. Will you just tell us what's going on with you? I thought it was your ribs that were broken. Now it's more? I got a lot of injuries when I was up here last. Getting down the mountain without proper gear, by myself, took a toll. Worry less about me and more about those hearts. Do you hear beating anymore? No. Not since we went to get the radio. If one is Lucas, the other one had to be Liu or Guerrero. Which means if they come back, there should only be one. And they heard Liu... Which is impossible. So, it had to be a trick. Which means... Liu is dead, right? 
I'm going to opt to avoid trying to make sense of all this and stop changing the subject. I'm just worried about how we're going to get you back down the mountain. I need to know if they're still there. Did someone remove them from the dais? Did they just stop beating? Ava, get back here. I need to find out. Something might be taunting us. Exactly the reason not to go down there. I'll be fine. Wait. You two should hold on to this. Is this some joke? Ava, get back here! If you go down those steps, I won't be able to see you. Shit! They're gone! Both of them! Not even a drop of blood! Great to know! Now get back here! Uh, what's going on? Ava rushed off to the theater, by herself. <clears throat> Ava! What's going on? This place was a trap to begin with. Ava! Ava, you have to stop. This is a sacred place. Something ancient. Ava, you're just going to make those things even more mad. Stop destroying this stuff and get back here. When Miss Moreno was seen placing the gun with Mr. Armstead, she no longer seemed to be favoring her broken ribs, but was instead attempting not to use her irritated arm. While walking away, she could be seen itching her arm and wincing. Mr. Hall is clearly visible for some time after this section. He looks paler than in the recordings from the original base camp Piedra collection. He was still set up with an IV and resting under a pile of thin blankets. The two men sat there for some time in silence, while Miss Moreno moved to the top of the western stairs to sit within view of Mr. Armstead. Mr. Armstead found a small bundle of mismatched papers in Mr. Hall's collection of items. One of the papers appears to be a napkin from his flight to Argentina. Another piece is the back of a checklist of glyphs Mr. Hall had completed scanning. Several others were the back sides of additional printed reference documents and the last piece was on the interior paper wrapper to some kind of food bar, possibly a protein bar. Here is the written text presented in the assumed correct order. I am alone. I spent a lot of time sitting here before I decided I should do something about it. Except... There is very little that I can do. I'm only going to get worse without treatment or better supplies, but I have to consider myself lucky to have lived through the rockfall. A few meters further toward the entrance and I may not have dragged myself away in time. The cave closed up and then Dr. Liu and Professor Guerrero went to get supplies and got shut beyond the stone door so quickly that I couldn't get back with them. I don't know how long it's been. I realize I should be shutting the lights off to conserve power. I'll turn them on again when I need to eat and check my ankle. If I need to do something, I'll turn on the electric lights and save the fuel for boiling water and heat. I need to think this through. I think most of the supplies are still in the chamber with Dr. Liu and the professor. 
I have some water and food, thankfully some medical supplies, but I think I need to consider a drastic reduction in water and food consumption. I have about 15 liters in one full container and another somewhat empty container. I may need to find a drip somewhere in the cave if there is one, and I'll need to do it soon in case his injury gets worse. I've sung all of the songs from the Phantom of the Opera, so I guess maybe an hour and a half passed. Made my throat parched. We'll have to sing it in my head next time. If I drink three liters a day, I think I have enough water for seven days. This does a lot for some water to clean my wound to try and stave off infection. (sighs) Too hungry not to eat at this point. I've collected up all the food options, and I think I need to look at this from a strategic perspective. I can't just eat as little as possible. I need to keep up strength to fight off infection, but I also need to think about being stuck here for a while. I hope Ava gets down this mountain. We need help. I heard something. Scratching on the stones. I was sleeping, but... I think I'm going to leave the light on for a bit. Mmm, I couldn't sleep. The sounds haven't stopped, but sometimes I hear something else as well. There's the scratching on the stones, I think from the door, but other times I can hear tumbling rocks from outside. Something may be out there. I hope it's someone here for us, but I need to be practical. I think... I need to count everything up and work on a solution based around caloric intake. I won't start to worry until I see what I have. At least most of them are peanut butter flavored. Super Berry Blend Bar. Three bars of 230 calories each. Peanut Butter Bar. Four at 245 calories each. Peanut Butter Meal Replacer. Seven at 370 each. Strawberry Oat Snack. One at 190. Peanut butter bites. Three at 120 each. Dehydrated vegetable soup. Four at a total of 260 each, but requires two cups of water. A coconut chocolate bar. Total of 430 calories. A half-eaten 450-gram bag of high-energy trail mix. Estimated 1,200 calories remaining. Total calories collected... 7,480. Not a lot. If I limit myself to approximately 1,000 calories a day, I'll impact my health, but I should be able to get through a week without initial fear of... I just miss Ray. And home. And I want to go to one of those Indian food buffets where there are just too many curries and chutney and all those flaky lentil crackers. I can't stop thinking about food. And coffee. Found another peanut butter bar, so that's an extra 245 calories. I also found a small carved bead that one of the professors must have collected. It's smooth and white and too dense to be bone, so I think it might have been made from an animal tooth. It doesn't do me much good other than something to fiddle with in the dark. When I can't sleep and I can't justify using light... I just sit in the dark and think. Not the kind of person who likes to be alone with his own thoughts. It's a lot of what-ifs at this point, and very few of the scenarios work in my favor. I miss Ray, 
When I think about everything that's happened, I want to believe he's next to me. But I'm so happy he's nowhere near this place. I can almost hear Dr. Liu and the professor yelling through the walls. I can't understand what they're saying, but I, I tried yelling back. If I can make anything out, I'll write it down. I know they have supplies in there with them, but I'm more worried about what else is in there with them. Please be okay. I worry about my mind. I just can't hear the sounds through the stones enough to even confirm if it's really there. And it's so dark, sometimes I think I can see again. When it gets too bad, I like to look for anything with even the smallest standby light. I can still see. I'm, I'm still fine. It's just dark. These moments with the lights on to eat and write everything down, I think, I think they help. I also think it's important that they know I tried. If I don't get found in time, I really did try. Now I've had time to think about it. There's nothing in here with me. There can't be. The rock fall blocked something outside of the mountain and something else slammed the doors behind Liu and Professor. But I'm alone. I'm slowly watching my resources deplete. This includes light. At some point, I will run out. I want to write something important, something I can feel proud of someone finding. I think I owe you an apology. I'm sorry I chose to come out here, but we all knew I was going to do this. Still, I'm sorry. If I don't make it home, I'm sorry for all the time I've stolen away from you. I'm sorry for all the plans I've ruined, and I'm sorry that I'll make you sad. I never, not for as long as I live, wanted to make you worry. But I guess it's out of my hands now. I'm sorry that a future with me in it may not exist. I love you all. Mom, Dad, Tessa, and Ray. starting to feel ill. I can still stomach the bars for now, so I plan to save the dehydrated soups for later in case I get worse. I think I'm running a slight fever, but don't have any way to check. I've been able to keep myself warm enough, but I still have chills. My wound looks infected. I cleaned it with what supplies I have, but there are no antibiotics or much medication outside of painkillers, but... I ate peanut butter. Fever is worse. It's becoming more difficult to eat the bars. But I will as long as I can. Get bouts of dizziness, so I sleep a lot more. This has decreased my daily calorie needs. My heart seems to race, and I'm thirstier when I have to wake up. Could become a problem. Infection... That injury looks worse. Cleaned and rebound. Can't stomach the bars anymore. But it's hard to stay awake long enough to boil water for the soup. How long have we been here? I think it's time to go home. I hear Liu. She makes scratching on the stone. I missed. By the end of the notes, Mr. Hall's writing became less consistent in spacing and style. The following recording comes from Mr. Kasner's body camera, 
and directly follows his previous recording. The room, now caught on camera, is blurred but visible in a dull white light. There is no longer a statue in the room, as there had been when Dr. Liu and Dr. Guerrero confronted Mr. Criado for the climbing axe. Close the door! Close the door! No, we're not getting stuck in here. Don't touch that door. He just dragged my ear away. He's a large guy. How could he just slide him away? He's gone. We need to focus on the present. No, Graham, I want an explanation on this. I told you I was with you on this. But every new twist and turn, Guvi Moyebani Mozagnova, Graham. I need to know what that was. Best guesses will be accepted. But it must be the whole truth. We need to close the door. We need to protect ourselves. Dr. Guerrero will watch the door. But we... He's right. We can't risk closing it. But we need to know more. I do. I guess since we let my hero... He knew this was dangerous. We all did. Even you. I told you everything I could. I knew we wouldn't all make it down the mountain. Whether or not you accept is your own damned problem. I'm sorry, Dragana. We need to go after him. That's not going to get him back. Trying now would only put more of us at risk. Wouldn't you go after me? Didn't you ever go after the others? In Svalbard? I tried to go after the others. And that ended with us trapped down in that hell. Now Mahir saw all the tapes. He knew as much as anyone that he was in danger. And he knew as much as me as to what these things are. You know? I can get the statues they show these creatures. Uh... Sometimes human, but mostly animal, and then they disappear. Just in time for those clawed shits to show up. Yes, they move. We know it. I've never seen one move, but they're there. Then they're not. We have proof on tape. And you've tried to destroy a statue? Shot them point blank, not a dent. Next best thing would be blowing one up or... I don't know, knocking one down. Far down. But this knowledge of their state, either study or creature, doesn't tell us what they are. We aren't doing this. Not here. It's not him. And if it is, it's a lure. He's screaming! We have to do something! No, he's right. They did the same with Dr. Liu after they took her. First... It was screams, then long silences, scratching, and eventually she started talking through the door. I don't know why it never came in. It could, it, it could physically, but I think it enjoyed taunting me. These aren't answers! What about these glyphs? They're glowing, and the door, the body. Graham, there's a body on the far side. I see her. I'll watch the door. Go do what you have to do. Come with me, both of you, but stay close and keep an eye behind us. No one gets separated again. Was this person from your archaeological team? I thought Lucas was the only one unaccounted for now. At first, Lou and I thought it was Carito, but after a closer look, we did not recognize her. 
And I've come to realize that Carito is gone. Now, I think it must be a someone from a previous team. Maybe a hiker. Honestly, I have stayed far away from her. I curbs dust little to soothe my nerves. How did you find this place? Did the university send you? I am very relieved to see someone, but I'm so sorry you had to come here. I'm not sure anyone else should come here. We were sent by someone who saw all the data Eva brought down. Eva got down the mountain? Good. Good for her. She brought us up here. You'll see her when we return to the main chamber. She should not have come back. The main chamber. It is dangerous to be there alone. We have to hurry. <sighs> Graham, are you alright? It's... Uh, it's Rosa. Mr. Kasner's figure remains slightly unfocused, but the dull glow of the glyphs and the light of his headlamps clearly illuminated the body of Dr. Rosa Della Torre on the floor of the chamber. Her body is next to a wall with larger carved rectangular glyphs, with just her head propped up slightly by the wall. This concludes the fifth set of documents and recordings from the rescue team at the site on Stero Torre and completes this section of information regarding the rescue operation at Base Camp Piedra. The White Vault Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.